All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Pastor Jay North. I am here with the professor, Marcia Burden, here on What's Next podcast at the Oakwood University Church Young Adult Ministries. And uh, today we are uh, diving into the topic of vaccines, the vaccination, the COVID-19 vaccination. Marcio, tell me what you know about this vaccination. Tell me, yeah, just the gist. What do you know about it? Well, yes. So the COVID-19 vaccination is the hot topic right now. Um, There is a lot of mixed feelings still going on when it comes to getting vaccinated you know some people are like i don't know if i want to get vaccinated just yet but about 68 percent of americans do want to get vaccinated so the trend we're trending upward the issue is the supply of vaccines yeah 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 (laughs) it's like it's running out that's the problem you um so for those who don't know the first group of people that they wanted to get vaccinated were the 65 and older, right? right? Um, right. The people with serious pre-existing medical conditions, conditions, and yeah. your frontline workers. Okay. So your doctors, your nurses, all your hospital staff, your firefighters, police officers. I heard cl- I heard clergy was in that list, but then then I I heard just recently within the last 72 hours, oh. a clergy got turned away. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't heard clergy. I know teachers have been added to the list okay. um, in some states. Gotcha. Um, and then somebody even said that attorneys and judges have been added to the list. I haven't heard that one either. But okay. All right. Honestly, I think people are adding themselves to the list. <laughs> right, right. Just because they would like the vaccine. The problem is, though, it's not about people willing to take it because there is an overflow of people yeah, willing to yeah, take it. The yeah. problem is... A lot of hospitals and clinics, first of all, don't have the staff okay, to, to administer, administer okay. um, the shot. There is a shortage yeah. of nurses in the mm, country. So yeah. um, uh, if students are listening, yeah, <laughs> nursing well, is a great listen, man. <laughs> major to obtain. How long does it take to get through nursing programs? Because <laughs> I, I might have to circle back. <laughs> right? I was thinking the same thing. They do have some accelerated nursing programs that are like 18 months. Yeah. Um, but you have to have your prerequisites, so that could delay you. So oh, okay. Maybe the fastest probably would be like between 18 to 24 months. Mm, two um, years. Yeah, mm. so not bad though, right? No, 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 no. It's, it's a hot demand job, but yeah. um, that's one issue. Another issue is actual places to administer okay. the vaccine because the hospitals are full to the brim. Yeah. Clinics don't have the infrastructure to take on a lot of people. So now there needs to be new um, vaccination shot hubs, right? Okay. For okay. people to go to. Locations to get it. All right. right. A lot of states have started vaccinating people in their cars, kind of how they do the COVID testing right, in the car. Right, right, Well, that's an issue. Uh, again, well, no, what's, what's the problem with that? Well, on the news, there I think it was reported in, I want to say Texas, and I think it happened in Tennessee, uh, ironically, states that start with T's. Uh-huh. Um, and another place to where you had all your elderly, yeah. 65 and up, 
in their cars to get vaccinated okay. with one or two nurses. You have like thousands of oh, cars. Okay. They were in their cars for oh for for hours. For hours. Some of them <laughs> were in their cars almost overnight. Oh no. Outside. That's madness. No porter potties. No toilets. Oh, no. No food. No wow, water. Nothing. Wow. You talk about. <laughs> and it's cold. The winter. So it was just so sad to see you know the elderly sitting in their car determined to get their shot um right, right. and this is only the first dose wow. uh, that's also what i would like to point out with the COVID vaccination for those who don't know you have to get um two doses for it to be effective and they're um administered three weeks apart. okay um so s- some states has been a straight catastrophe i mean even here in huntsville um, at the at Huntsville Hospital, right. they've set up an area for COVID vaccinations and everything, but they've got an overwhelming amount of people that want it. Yeah, but they don't have the supplies just yet. So yes. you know they have, like they said, I think one day they had twenty five thousand people sign up in the portal, but they only had seven hundred and fifty shots Ooh. available for administration. So. Wow. It's really bad. And then what makes matters worse, right? Okay, all right. Because this is such a hot commodity and because the United States is trying to roll this out as fast as possible with um, President Biden, you yeah. know, trying to um, have a 100 million um, dosage given in right. 100 days. Right. You have people from other countries huh? flying into Here. America Listen. to get the shot. There were six people from Argentina oh, come on that now. flew into, I want to say, Miami, somewhere in Florida, yeah, to see, get the shot. See. And then there's a, there's even a black market for the shot. <laughs> They're selling it on the black market. They're selling the so, shot. For okay, like, so so some some of the some of the myths, the the dispelling of some of the myths that I've heard. I have a friend. Uh, she's an OBGYN. Um, she got the vaccine mm-hmm. and then she went on Facebook live. I'm not going to say who she is, but very credible. Mm-hmm. And, and she did her homework. She's definitely not, she named whatever the, whatever the, um, whatever they call people who study vaccinations. She's the epidemiologist. not. Yes. With mm-hmm. that. She's not one of them, but she did her homework. So anyway, long story short, the vaccine, um, with this vaccine, with the COVID-19 vaccine, they don't in- inject you with COVID. It's a she she explained that it's a it's a what the vaccine produces a protein that um, helps build up an immunity to the COVID-19 mm-hmm. virus strand or whatever the case may be. So some people were thinking, you know, just like the flu shot and some of the other vaccines that they actually inject you with that, the, mm. uh, the illness or the disease. And then, you know, the body builds up immunity based on. You know, mm-hmm. getting into your into your system, but no, it's it's an agent that builds a protein mm. to to help you fight it off, whatever the case may be. So it's not actually they're not injecting you with COVID nineteen. That's mm. not a part of the vaccine. Um, and then the other one of the other now I don't know if it's a myth, but one of the other concerns out there that I was reading about was the fact that are low income people versus higher income people are they getting the same <laughs> are they getting the same stuff you know what i mean mm. who how do you know how do you determine if you know people from different uh, backgrounds different financial backgrounds are they getting the same will they get the same vaccine as we saw you know president biden and, and kamala harris 
Mm. Are, we, are they going to get the same vaccine? Wow, that's a that's a very good question. I know another issue was uh racial divide, right? Okay. Um whites versus blacks and Latinos, right. you know, are there going to be vaccinations sent to black and brown communities? There even? it is. Um and so that's a very good question. I know the two vaccines is the Moderna uh-huh. and the Pfizer one. Okay. Um it's a very interesting point that you just brought up, though, whether it's the same yeah. actual vaccination. To my knowledge, I do know of nurses and doctors who do work in more inner city and urban city okay. um, clinics and hospitals, and they have received the name brand okay. Moderna and Pfizer shots. Okay. Um, I will say that I think everybody's reactions are different depending on who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I know, I think that's a big concern. I know a lot of people, I should say in the black community are, are waiting to see how other. Yeah. 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 That's the other thing. I mean, react. listen, man, you know, the me- the memes are like, are going bananas <laughs> because you know, people, you know, they wait to see what, you know, wait to see how they react to. Yeah. Uh, some pe- and some people shot. are like, man, I'm going to wait six months, man. I'm going to wait two years. You know what I mean? I'm going to see what, what you're what you looking like in two years. And then, you know, uh, other individuals have posted, you know, some negative reactions. Now, now mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I haven't, the people, now my parents got the vaccine last, oh, okay. last, last week, Wednesday, okay. a, a week ago, Wednesday. Right. Uh-huh. So, um, now they're they're straight, you know. They're both in their early eighties. Oh wow! So they're good so far. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. Ten days, <laughs> ten days. They still straight. You know, my mom still called bugging me. You know what I mean? So obviously, the vaccine is working. So because <laughs> ain't nothing changed to that lady. Um, but you know, people are waiting. They're like. You know, I, I don't know what the what the side effects are going to be. Have you heard now? What what kind of negative side effects have you heard about? And 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 is it? Do you know anybody directly that has that is suffering any negative side effects that you know have taken it? Great question. So um, so far, my grandparents on my father's side, as well as my aunt and uncle on my father's side, they have all received their first. Uh, vaccination. Okay. And I have a close friend that works at um, one of the hospitals here in the area. He's okay. also received both of his um, shots. Okay. They have not had any complaints. The only thing that they have stated is the the arms are sore. Certainly. Um, and that's it. However, I do know not directly, but through people who I am close to, I've heard of some negative reactions. One guy, he actually, after getting the shot, maybe two or three days later, he actually got deathly ill, come to find out he contracted COVID somehow and um, just had a very bad reaction. And another person found out they were allergic to the shot. Right. So they had a really Mm. terrible allergic reaction. So, but the majority, I will say the majority of the people that I have heard from, they um, haven't said anything about, you know, horrible symptoms. They've just said the typical, my arm was sore. Right. Um, and that was it. I do, 
I do know that, again, every individual is different. Every individual is going to have a different reaction. But one thing that I want to point out that I think is a concern for a lot of people, when it comes to how quickly they got this vaccination, yeah, a lot of people put a lot of importance on that. But when you think about it, it would have probably, even if it taken 10 years, it wouldn't have changed. The actual vaccination probably wouldn't have changed. Right. The only thing, though, and you mentioned this earlier, that we would have known more of is the symptoms mm-hmm. and how people react. Right. Because there would have been more data because yes. more people would have taken it. Right. But I don't want people to think that because a product came out quickly, yeah. that is going to be necessarily bad. But here's the thing, too, that I'm starting to see, and it's quite interesting. Okay. It's almost like... It's become a hot topic on social media to your point. And even in conversation, it's like, did you get the vaccine? Did you get the vaccine? Are you going to get the vaccine? And (laughs) I'm just like, I feel like people are waiting on other people to say, yes, I'm going to get it. Or it's the popular thing before they decide to do it. Look, decide amongst yourself whether you want to do it or not. Um, But also, too, I would caution people for shaming right yeah people yeah, who yeah, decide absolutely they don't want it because i'm going to be honest with you there are people who don't get vaccinations period right some people don't even vaccinate their children right ever right and then others they might have gotten vaccinations as a child but once they became adult they never right got another vaccination and these people have not contracted covid they follow the cdc yeah have yeah. guidelines so i think i think people have to understand this is an individualistic approach right a lot of people i know are willing to get it and we're going to see as time is going to tell more data on the side effects and symptoms yeah, yeah. also too last point i want to make getting the vaccine does not mean that you negate right cdc it. guidelines right, social right, distancing right, right, washing right. your hands sanitizing right. your hands yeah. Wearing your mask. <laughs> you are not A-OK no. just because you get vaccinated. No, because you can still give. You might can get sick, deathly ill for it, but you can still give Absolutely. COVID Absolutely. To, to others to who haven't been um, vaccinated. Yes. So yes. it's definitely, definitely want to know. And also, too, don't. Don't be like, okay, I'm going to go visit grandma now because she got the shot. No. <laughs> right, right. Please can take it to consideration, <laughs> right? Take it to uh, consideration um, what you're doing yeah. uh, as you have been yeah. this whole pandemic. I know, I know on the um, on the news here in Huntsville, they were in, they had they had some clergy, specifically black clergy, um, trying to encourage. Mm-hmm. Uh, the black community to go ahead and get the shot mm-hmm. um, when it when it becomes available. It be, obviously, you know the black community is a little gun shy uh, when Hardly it comes so. to uh, <laughs> experimental, you know, drugs and, and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, you know, uh, rightly so, mm-hmm. uh, we're looking with a skeptical eye at this thing. Um, but the reality is, is you know, it's there, it's out there. Um, and like you said, it's it's an individual's choice, and please don't shame anybody. Now let's let's switch gears, man. As 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 we bring kind of wind this thing down, for the faith based community. Mm-hmm. All right. So I was talking with a young person, a young, a young adult, just yesterday, and they were kind of frustrated. Mm-hmm. You know, African American young adult frustrated that um, churches weren't churches aren't opening back up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people's, 
you know, they he they thought it was a lack of faith, um, you know, demonstrating a lack of faith, you know. So when it comes to taking this vaccine, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do how do faith based people approach it? How how would you encourage some a believer to approach it? If am I do I need to take it because you know, it's the right thing to do. Is 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 my faith in question? If I don't take it, am I acting like you know I don't trust God? Because man, listen, our people are funny that way, and they you know they're trying to you know that's what we you know that's what many people say. Hey, oh well, you don't you don't have enough faith to know that God's going to protect you. So you know you know don't don't and that's another thing why people don't take vaccines. You know they don't take them at all. So for the faith based community, for the Seventh Day Adventist. Young people out there, the young adults out there, how how do I how do you kind of reconcile your faith and and if you're willing to share when the vaccine becomes available, are you going to take the vaccine? <laughs> I knew that question was coming up. <laughs> um that's a good question. I don't think taking a vaccine has anything to do with faith. Okay. Personally. Okay. I think it's just a matter of Getting a vaccination is, in in my mind, equivalent to taking medicine. Okay, all right. Some people just do not take medicine. Yeah, all right. And then others do. I don't believe this is the mark of the beast. I don't believe that this is the Antichrist. Yes. Or yes. any other thing that a lot of faith leaders are putting out there yes. as to what this is. And if you get injected, then there's just going to be some... <laughs> yeah, 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 you, yeah. You, some demon... Spawn in you, yeah, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> right, <It's>, right. <laughs> if you get the flu shot, hey, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're gonna get this vaccination. Yeah, I am a strong advocate of the health message, though. Okay, all right. Strong believer in natural, holistic, okay, lifestyle. Okay, that God and, and essentially that's just simply, um, God has put everything to heal ourselves you know, uh, beyond old age in the earth. It's, it's right. here. It's in the earth. Right. Naturally. There are natural right. remedies for whatever it is that ails us. Right. All right. And I believe in faith in the sense of if I do my due diligence, as God has called me to do as his believer. Yeah. And I follow healthy and safe precautions. I take my vitamins daily. I sanitize my hands. Okay. I keep my distance. Yep. I don't do things to feed my earthly sinful nature. Okay. All right. Either. Okay. All right. That's a big deal, especially for young adults. Yeah. For me personally, I had to give up a lot of entertainment. Okay. All and right. I realized how much entertainment I was doing. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now it's like, okay. But, but was that really benefiting my end goal, right? right. My kingdom boundness? Or was that inter- was that really just feeding on my own personal flesh? There it is. And right. want. And right. so when I deny myself of these things, because these are areas and ways, yeah. going to concerts, going to theaters, movies, events with a lot of people, a yeah. lot of different ab- atmospheres happening indoors you right. know a lot of stuff is not even outside these are ways that you catch stuff right yep, yep. so when you follow these safe practices that's the faith to say okay i am in the will of god i am doing as he has called me to yes. and he's going to protect me um but going back to the natural i personally 
again, go back to the individualistic approach. Okay. Sometimes when you inject something in somebody, they get sick. Yeah. Versus if they don't take it at all, they right. they're fine. So right. for so since we're getting personal, for my own personal testimony, I um, have never had the flu shot. Okay. And by God's grace, I've never gotten the flu. Gotcha. So I'm kind of on the same lines of by God's grace, I have been COVID free. Yeah, right. By God's grace, I don't intend <laughs> right. on on um, taking this shot just immediately when it becomes available. Yeah, I can't say that I'll never take the shot because I don't, you know, I don't know what the futures hold. Right. True, but true, true. once it opens up to the masses, am I going to be in line to get it? Probably not. Right. Um, okay. Just because I just don't get vaccinations yeah. right. in general, not because I think that. There's anything wrong with it? Anything wrong with it? I just know for my own personal body, when it's in its natural state, is when it operates best. I mean, I don't even take medications, so definitely vitamins, you know. And I believe that um, for those who uh, watch things on Sabbath from the Adventist churches, uh, First Church does an awesome job with their health ministries of giving some really, really key principles of what these injections do to you yeah. and for you. And one thing that I learned is that every time you get the flu shot, it becomes less and less effective. Effective. I can I can I could agree with that. So, um and I believe that the COVID shot is gonna just be another flu shot, honestly. I think this is gonna, we're gonna have this until the rest of yeah of our time here on Earth history. Yeah. Um and so, you know, you gotta kinda think about those things too as well. So there's a lot of things to put into play. Yeah. But I also one thing I will say this too, with my position, I don't tell others not to right and that's where you got to be careful with you gotta you gotta be careful what you say to people because you don't want a person to make a decision that wasn't spirit-led yeah um so i that's why i said earlier it's an individualistic approach but for me personally um no and then also too there's so many other individuals outside of myself that need it more than i do Mm. i want to see these people you know i don't have pre-existing conditions right i don't even i don't even have asthma you know i'm in pretty good health and i'm still of a pretty young age you know um I want people who, even my age, that might have some serious health conditions. I want them to have access right. to it, yes. right? Because they want it and they need it. So I am willing to wait until everybody who wants it gets it because I don't really believe that we're going to have enough doses mm. anytime soon. Yeah. Like, I don't really see them being able to actually be administered like the flu shot yeah. until probably the fall honestly gotcha. i hear them they talking about buying you know i think 200 or 400 million more doses mm. but even we're in a crisis right now healthcare yeah. system and i really don't see even <laughs> if they get the doses right i don't even see them having enough staff yeah to administer to it. administer it so, so yeah. I, I really think this is going to be a very slow and steady Right, kind of roll out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. But that, that's my own personal. But to your point about the church, I wanted to touch on that. I believe that there is no reason why we shouldn't be able to open up that church. Okay. Within Adventist. Now, let me caution that by saying. Okay. I believe that larger churches is going to be harder. Yes. So here at Oakland University, I don't think that it's feasible 
right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, what people don't understand is that when you have church services, even if you have people with masks on, with large congregations, you have to follow the same yes. CDC guidelines yes. and rules. Yes, yes, and, and everybody's got to follow them. Everybody. everybody has to follow them. And you have to have some serious cleaning and sanitization. Oh, without going. a doubt. Without and so a doubt. my suggestion to everybody is if you want churches of these scales to open back up, please provide us with some funds so yeah. that we can have the <laughs> yeah, infrastructure the yeah, in place because we're going to need yeah. to add some more things to the building and yep. they cost. Yep. Um, and, 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 and we're going to need to have volunteers yep. to lead yep. out yep. Uh, health professionals it's... to ensure that we're operating because what people don't know, and this is the law perspective coming in, Okay, you just need one person yeah. to say, I got COVID. Yep. We're talking about potential losses. Yep, yep. I mean, it's very simple, man. And and, and uh, you know, like I was talking to the young person yesterday, it it's it has to be case by case. They right. they had put a post out on Facebook, and they just blasted it, man. If if this place is open, this place is open, this place is open, this place is open. Why can't the church be open? Well, um, number one, certain the club. Listen, if you go into the club, then you 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 know. You doing you anyhow, all mm-hmm. right? You're not really th- thinking mm-hmm. about nobody else. Mm-mm. But, you know, in terms of uh, a restaurant, mm, you know, you're still doing you. You know, you're mm-hmm. doing you and your family. But but you're not going to the restaurant to mingle, to socialize, mm-hmm. to fellowship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in the church context, it's, it's, it's just natural to fellowship. Correct. And so, you know, not that anybody's going to go in there and do anything um, purposely, but you just find yourself, you know, you see your people and, mm-hmm. you know, you're bumping, you're hugging, you're, you're trying to, you know, fist bump and carrying on, whatever case it be. You know, the mat, you know, listen, we see people's masks mm-hmm. slide beneath their noses, under their chin. Slide. You being nice, Pastor. They don't I'm, even I'm, make it up to <laughs> the, listen, the mouth. It's it, under the chin. Under the chin. You know what I'm saying? Now, you, you now, now listen. I remember, and I know, Marcia, you can testify. I remember the deacons when I was younger have to get after us, mm-hmm. you know, for not being in your seat mm-hmm. and walking around or being in the bathroom too long. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all, y'all really want the deacons and other people snapping on you because your mask continues to drop below <laughs> your nose or you're wearing it. You know what I mean? You talk about uh, 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 ruining your church experience when you're being policed. With masks and social distancing, so for a church of this size, yeah, there's a whole lot that has to go into it. So I was telling, I was telling the young person, I said, "Listen, man, I'm not knocking you for your your post. You know, you're trying to, whatever the case, incite a riot. I don't know on Facebook, whatever. But what I'm saying is, man, it, in further posts, you need to, it needs to contextualize it because every church is case by case. Mm-hmm. We know there's some churches out there, they've been um. You know, they've been practicing social distancing for the last 20 years. <laughs> exactly. You know, ain't you know no reason why ain't, you can't yeah, open the door. They, they should have never shut down. Right. You know what I mean? What right. enough pe- and the building is huge and ain't right. nobody in it. Right. So, you know, you echo from this corner, echo from that corner. So y'all was safe. So it's case by case. But uh, and, and, and they don't, and, let me break it down, especially for Oakwood. Because this, this is where we're at, right? right. <clears throat> we got a lot of factors in play. Yeah. First of all, we will not be able to operate at 100% capacity that no. we operated at before. No. 
No. Let's start there. Second of all, this is a university church. Yes. Meaning that we have a campus right. that is open. Right. And we are at over 50% occupancy on our campus. Yep. So you have college students. You have community people. Yeah. You have people who drive from surrounding um, northwest Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Are we really going to tell people, no, right. you can't come in because right. we're at 50% capacity? Right. Who wants to do that, yeah. right? <clears throat> then, let's bring it on home. Unfortunately, the young adults are not the majority at church. Man, listen. Neither are the people in listen. Adults or even middle age. I was telling my man, I was like, listen, our whole denomination average age is like 57. Yes. <laughs> so so if, we, if we all bust in, <laughs> I said, we ain't going to have a church left. Exactly. We're talking about the majority of our actual faithful seat members. That's right. That's right. Are 70. You being nice with 57. I, listen, man, I was trying. 70 and up. Yeah. Do you know how many... Um, what is it, Nanatorians or, um, I might not be saying it right, but people in their 90s yes, that we have at our yes, church yes. that actually come to church every Sabbath? Yes. When the doors open, unfortunately, I mean, we could say, you know, I don't know, you know, if you should come, but they're going to want to come, you know? Oh, yeah. And oh, so yeah. who's going to turn these people away? And they're on time. They're not the ones that's going to show up. Right. At right. uh, 11 o'clock right. when church starts. No, they're coming for Sabbath school. Yeah. So you have to think about your population Definitely. of people. Definitely. Now, what I do think could happen, and I know we did it for the New Year's Eve service and probably do it soon too, is more drive-in right. services. Um, I, I, I do think that was really good. And then when it gets warm, church outside. Yeah, yeah. That's a great option. You know, we have the infrastructure to do that. Um, but I... Another thing too, and you're you're on the pastoral staff, so you know this better than I do. You also don't want to mess up something that's, that's working. Oh man, come on now, absolutely. Right now, you know, Oakwood is like probably the only, I dare say, <laughs> Adventist church in in the country yeah. that is broadcasting and has an actual identical in person church format. Yes. Because other people are broadcasting. Right. But Oakwood has remained with every element yes. of its service. Yes. yes. Even though they're broadcasting and streaming. That's right. That's right. That's right. And so there was, it was told, right? And correct me if I'm wrong. When we come into the church, certain things we might not be able to do. Right. That you can do via streaming and broadcasting. Yeah. And so that's, that's another issue. You know, what do... Call and response, right? Right. Oh, um, man, listen. Him. Yeah. You know, when we're talking about praise and worship. Yeah. You know, they the Aeolians have mass, but yeah. choirs, you know. That's right. Uh, That's right. And listen, you, and, and, and what is what does an appeal right. look like? What does appeal look like, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, pull out your phone and and, and type in. I'm gonna give my heart to Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though I'm saying it, yeah. This this it, you know specifically to churches, larger churches, and and we're seeing it. You know, if if you really, uh, I I don't want to cast aspersions or or paint a, a bad brush, a broad brush about it. But I just know here we are. We're extra sensitive. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're following our conferences. Um. Uh, recommendations, right? Um, first and foremost, right? right? So our conference has not opened up, 
mm-hmm. has not said its churches are opened up yet. Mm-hmm. So I know there's a there's a rollout process that's coming. Mm-hmm. It's it's already been there because we we didn't you know we did we weren't sure about the second wave. So we were on the verge of beginning you know some soft openings. Right. In in certain church size, it had to be a certain church size. Right. Um, so obviously when we went back into, you know, uh, when the numbers started creeping up again or exploding, um, going higher again, then our conference leadership decided, hey, let's come off that for a while. So there is a plan for some soft reopenings based on this, that. And the church has to present a opening plan Correct. that has to be approved, mm. which I think it has to happen. And, and I appreciate, you know, a leadership that is uh, sensitive to really, you know, your your core, the core people mm-hmm. who financially, who are faithful, mm-hmm. um, are older people. Mm-hmm. And so, you you know, I think it's it's only wise uh, if, if your base <laughs> is a certain group that you take them into account. And uh, and I understand, you know, I mean, you know, I know young people are chomping at the bit and I think something needs to be done. But you know what I find interesting? And Travis Green said this, too. Travis Green said um, on his um, Sunday service, he said that before the pandemic, he said he doesn't remember the last time he went to Walmart. Mm. He said, but during the pandemic, the first few months pandemic, he said he was itching to go to Walmart. Mm. And he said he realized what was the problem. He said we always want something. Yes. When it's taken away from yes. us. Yes. And we didn't even value it yes. when we had it. Yeah. I find it interesting <laughs> that young that. adults are demanding yes. doors to be open. Yeah. But when they were right, where were you? We couldn't get you. To the seats. Yeah. So I I'll be curious. Yeah. To see how that looks yes. when the doors do open. Yeah. Now, I do agree that everybody's doors should not be closed. Right. Our sister churches are open. Yes. Let's be real. They're open. Yes. And some of them never close. Okay. Right. Um, so I do believe that everybody is not in the same predicament. But for people who are really itching to get back in here, I'm curious to see, you know, <laughs> yeah. are you speaking for yourself and your family and maybe your group of friends? Yeah. Or are you speaking for yeah. the majority? I mean, because honestly, you know, Pastor Bird has gone over statistics with young adults and youth don't even tune in to right. virtual service. And they were already on the decline yes. before the pandemic of even attending right. Right. church service. So I, I, I just find it interesting. I, I think we're kind of, because we can't have it yeah. now we want it. Yeah. I, I, I don't so. disagree with that, with that at all. But listen, y'all. We want uh, we want you to make uh, educated decision ver- as relates to the vaccine. Do your homework. Um, consult your physician. Obviously, you know your body. You know what you're up against. Uh, uh, just me personally, I-, I do get the flu shot uh, when the vaccine becomes available. I will take the vaccine. That's that's me, Marcia. She knows her body. She doesn't. She hasn't taken vaccines. It doesn't do the flu shot. Hey, she doesn't. You know, feels like hey, she got it. And she chooses not to. So we're not knocking you one way or another. Don't knock anybody else one way or another. So listen, next week we're going to dive into Black History Month. Now, you know, my 
my thought and my our conversation is gonna is really I'm gonna take a, a kind of antagonistic approach in you know is Black History Month played out? <laughs> is it I you know, I know we do you know, I know we get it we get you know, we, we gear up for it and, and I know you know we have there's certain things we have to do. But uh it, it you know can is there anything else we can be doing? I mean it's you know we got February, we got our little twenty eight days, four weeks, you know, woo, you know, man, is it Ah, I don't know. I just figured, man, we should just take more months. But listen, that's next week on What's Next? Is Black History Played Out? Should we have more months? Should we just take some more months? Um, you know, it should be Black History Year. Let's just, you know, let's just, let's just keep it going, y'all. Let's keep going. Um, but listen, this has been What's Next with Pastor Jay North and the Professor Marcia Burden. We'll catch y'all next week.